Blog Talk Radio. I want to talk to you from the subject, don't be indifferent toward money. I have discovered some very interesting psychological reasons for people having money problems. Now, your problems with money are your abundance of money, for that matter, begin with what I call your financial psychology. And I've never heard that term before, so write it down. And repeat that with me, financial psychology. And so I want to begin right away by giving you a question to interrogate yourself with so that you might determine your financial psychology. Here's the question. What is your attitude toward money? And you might write this in the first person. What is my attitude toward money? Now that may seem strange, and I've really never heard anybody probe into the psychological area of money much before Reverend Ike came along. As a matter of fact, that question sounds rather strange. What is my attitude toward money? The average person would say, well, what the hell has that got to do with the fact that I don't have the money that I need? Your attitude toward money has everything to do with your experience of money. Your attitude toward money will draw money to you or repel money from you. Your attitude toward money will help to maneuver you into better positions of financial compensation. And your attitude toward money can even cut you off from getting that job or that position that would bring you greater financial reward. Someone has so aptly said, everything begins in mind. And money, like everything else, is a psychic vibration. And in order to experience money or any of the goodness of life, as you should, you have to be in tune with the infinite. Another question I'm going to give to you to interrogate yourself with. Do I have a repulsive attitude toward money? Do I have an attitude that is repulsive to money? Now, I'm talking about money as if it were a person. Because here again, money is a psychic vibration. And you remember in some of my other money sermons, I've told you things like money is just like a woman. And in the psychic area of life, yes, money is a person. Money has a mentality. Money has emotions. Money has feelings. And if you hurt the feelings of money, she is going to stay away from you or give you trouble. Or both. It is impossible to be indifferent toward money and have a good relationship with it. Over the past two years dealing with people and the money situation, I've discovered some interesting things about people's indifference to money and what it will do to them in their relationship with money. I'm thinking of a very brilliant young man who was in college making all A's. And somewhere around his 
junior year, he got a job at the college, working in the college radio station, and he told me about it, and he was all excited and told me all that he was doing at the college radio station. And I said to him, I said, son, how much money are they paying you for that? He said, oh, you know, it, that, that doesn't matter. Right there, I said to myself, I said, gee. And I told him, I said, now, don't be indifferent to money. Because if you're indifferent to money, you're going to have problems. He said, oh, he said, but, you know, that doesn't really matter what they're paying me. So finally, he graduated from college. And for about a year after he graduated from college, he had difficulty finding a job. There he was, a blue-ribbon student. And every once in a while, I would talk to him, and I would work with him to help him purge out his indifferent attitude toward money. Finally, I think he just about got rid of his indifference to money and got settled into society. But this shows you how your indifferent attitude toward money will give you problems that you will never think has anything to do with your attitude toward money. I was counseling a very aristocratic lady in Beverly Hills, California. Her late husband left her a wealthy woman, but she said her money got away from her. And I wondered why, and I listened to her for just a moment. As I've told you before, Within 60 seconds after a person starts talking to me, I can size them up. That's why he said, I don't need to talk all day long. I tell you what to do, and if you do what I tell you, it'll work. Because, as I said in Philadelphia last night, I guarantee my stuff. But anyway, I discovered that the reason this lady's money got away from her was because she had an indifferent attitude toward money. I found that out because at the same time, someone was interested in hiring her. And the person said to her, well, how much money do you want for accepting this position? And she said to the person who was about to hire her, well, I don't really know. It doesn't matter. And I said to her, if you did that, that is exactly why your money got away from you in the first place. Don't ever give money the idea that it doesn't matter to you. Please write that down. Again, I want you to learn to deal with money as a psychological or a psychic entity. Deal with money as a personality. You know, the theologians and the philosophers, that ma for that matter, have personalized everything else. Error has been personalized as the devil, for example. I personalize money as a very beautiful but very sensitive and aristocratic woman. If you deal, start dealing with money on that basis, you'll get ahead a lot faster with money. Never speak lightly of money. Let me give you one of those statements that people are always making about money and thinking nothing of it, but all the same time they're talking money away from them. You can hear people say so many times, well, money isn't everything. 
Let's all confess. Who has ever said anything like that? Come on, let's just wave them high so we can confess and let these things go. Uh -huh. That is an indifference toward money. That expresses an indifferent attitude. No, money is not everything. But it's like the old song says, money won't buy everything, it's true. But what it won't buy, I can't use. People say, well, money isn't all that important as long as you have love. And these silly young girls, present company accepted, who come to me and say, Reverend, I got my boyfriend, we want to get married. And the first question I ask, does he have any money, honey? No, but we've got love. I said, try paying the rent and buying the baby's milk with that, you fool. As long as we've got love, we can make it. Don't you believe that nonsense? Get hungry enough, you won't care about making love. Who wants to smooch hungry? And she will go the other way. She will stick her head in the air and turn her nose up at you and ease on down the road. <laughs> money isn't everything. Never get on this kick about what money isn't. I guess it was some six years ago, you know, when people were beginning to say things like, oh, well, Reverend, I could just ask for the money. I'd say, you're partly right. You see, that's another thing. Don't be a hypocrite. Peace, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hindsight Radio, the information station changing the nation. Just getting started. I hope y'all saw my um, my video um, that I did on the way to the office today. Um, I was talking about foreclosure. We're going to talk a little bit about it now uh, in a few minutes. But before we get started... Let's see. We got we got some 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 things to do. Remember, we have the uh, the April twenty third is the Hindsight Radio seminar, the Trust seminar, the Religious Trust, Religious Status Correction, Religious Uncorp Unincorporated Association. That's going to be April the twenty third. 
in Louisiana. I le- I got a video up uh, on YouTube right now with all of the details. And it's on my website, akeemnell.com. Also at the website, you can also get the new Passport Webinar 2. You can get that as well. Um, so if you look at the banner scrolling across the screen, we do take donations because it takes money to keep this station relevant. I appreciate all the donations. Anything that you can contribute will help. You know, doing seminars are not free, and seminars don't pay all of the bills. You know, I haven't done a seminar in two years. So um, I'm looking forward to this one. This is going to be a really good seminar coming. Really, really good seminar. So before I get into it, before I start my preaching, um, let's open up and with, with the intro. I always have a hard time deciding which one I'm going to use here. Here we go. Be right back.
Peace. I'm back. I'm back. All right. So, I got some news to show you. I'm not sharing to share with you guys. I'm not sharing on Facebook anymore. Because I went and I was doing some house cleaning. I said this in my last, my live stream earlier today. When I was on my way to here. I was on there just cleaning up, you know, getting rid of old information, updating information. That's so my account was, was restricted. I was like, what? What does that mean? I never even got notified about this. It says I shared content that the fact checker said was not true. I'm like, what? I don't even share controversial stuff on Facebook. I guess the most controversial stuff I share probably is my show. So I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> so, I, you know, they give you a list of things why they restricted your account. It's going all the way back to, like, uh, September of last year. And But they won't show me the content. Okay, what particular thing is it that you're going to restrict my account for? So they said, because I'm restricted, um, I can't, I won't be, uh, like, top. You know, my, my stuff won't get noticed. It'll be at the bottom, you know. You're on punishment. No one's gonna notice your 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 post. We're gonna put you last. That's basically what it was saying, you know. So I'm like, I felt some kind of way a little bit. Then I said, Am I gonna allow Facebook or anybody else to say because I don't like what you said? I'm not going to let you get first priority for people to hear you. But I'll give first priority to people to talk negative and show violent videos, jump. They give first priority to that. So <laughs> I laugh it off because it doesn't, what does it mean? What does it mean? It means nothing because whatever the, divine mind, the mastermind has in store, it's going to happen. Whatever the will, and we're going to talk about wills in a second, is it's going to happen. Because I am the master of my reality. I promote my reality. Not Facebook, not YouTube. I use them as tools and I appreciate these tools. But I put my reality out there. See, people get upset. Oh, they ban- yeah, I remember when they were banning and knocking people off different platforms because they were using that as a source of money. But as you guys know, I don't get much real money from Facebook and and YouTube. I don't. If if I had to live off of that, I'd be homeless. I get my my my. You guys support me. Your direct support going directly to my website supports me, and I appreciate you guys for that. I mean, a lot of these other guys are sitting and trying to fake like they're not making any money out there off of teachings. I do, yes, I make money to teach you guys and give you guys real solutions. And I'm not ashamed to say that because what I teach you, you can use it and you can take the same teachings and pass it on to your family members or your friends who are willing to listen and you can get paid doing that. I don't mind if people make money off of what I teach. It's 
what, what, what I have sometimes take issue with, they'll teach it like as if this they it's some epiphany that they came up with, and like like you know that's why I'm like whatever. But even then, I don't even follow that because people is always going to take information and use it and monetize it. I'm, I'm well aware of that, and it's okay because there's plenty of commerce to be done. There's plenty of money to be made in any space that you're in. It's a, it's a lot. So, you know, for someone to feel some kind of way about, oh, he took my teacher, they feel it. They said, no, it's not really feeling. Here's why. Because I read a book, I interpreted it, and then I shared it with you. It just is what I interpreted what the book said. It, it's like in the Bible, right? When the prophets go in and deliver the word, it's not their word, it's God's word, and they deliver God's word to the people. They don't call it their own. And there's one person that got punished for this, for calling something that God did and called it like he was doing it. That was uh, Moses. And he got the water out of the rock. He said, you stiffed that people, or do I have to do this? They didn't get, he didn't give credit to where it came from. And he was punished for that. See, if you get information from anywhere, give credit to where you get it from. The teachers that I teach, they come from mostly Reverend Ike and other books that I read, but mostly Reverend Ike. When I think about mind science, consciousness, and stuff like that, it comes from Reverend Ike. Because I'm a Reverend Ike junkie. I, I listen to his stuff all the time. Play it. When I have long rides, I play it. Sometimes when I go to sleep, I play it. Why? Because I want to keep my mind in a certain vibration. And when I don't play it and I start drifting off to just paying attention to things that are not, you know, positive, I, 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 it reflects. Once you get into, your, get into the science of mind, you start to see your reality play out based on your thoughts almost immediately. Not almost immediately. You can recognize. Not to say that when you were unconscious that you wasn't getting immediate results before. You were getting immediate results before. You just was not conscious and paying attention to those results and making a connection. But once you start making a connection, you can see it. And then you can do what? What the Bible says. You can agree with it, agree with your adversary quickly. Your adversarial thinking. You can agree with it. Hey, that's me. This is the result of my thinking and what I was doing, and you can retract and get back. That's what the Bible is talking about. It's not talking about agree with your adversary, the court, your, your husband, your wife. No, agree with the adversary of your own negative thinking. Yeah. Agree with that. <laughs> because that's where the source of all your pleasure and all your pain is coming from. When you when you when your spouse is acting up, when your husband is acting up, the kids are acting up. Look at the source. What, what is your mind is generating that? What is that? You start to look at them as I'm, I'm and I'm getting this directly out of Reverend Ike's book. When they start acting up, you start to say, "Why am I acting like that?" When they start acting funny, you say, "Why am I doing that?" Why am I doing such strange things? Why am I saying such negative things? Start associating to yourself. Oh, I know. I know that's a hard thing to take right there. I know. I'm looking at the camera. 
I know that's a hard pill to swallow for some of y'all who don't like taking accountability. I know that. But you may try this one day. When when your when your husband is acting up, when your wife is act, you know, giving you problems, look at them and say, Look at yourself and don't say it to them now. Say it in your head. Why why am I acting up this way? <laughs> why why they why am I tripping right now? Because they give you back what you give out. I know that. I I, I don't sometimes a lot of times I don't let mess with it. Admit it to my wife, but yeah, you know. And some of that uh, that that treatment that I get back is is based off of my behavior, you know. So check yourself for the erect yourself. That's an old old rap song. I forgot where that came from. Uh, what was that? That just said that check yourself for the erect yourself. I can't remember. Starting to tell my age now. That's when rap, you could understand what they were saying. Now, I don't know. And I, you know what? My parents did the same thing when rap came out. Yeah, this is music. You, you can understand what they're saying here. We, every generation, we just repeat the same old thing about the younger generation. And we just repeat that. But, so, I told y'all about the uh, seminar coming. I'm excited about that. Um, also excited. A lot of things is happening, moving. You know, we're working on some construction with the house to make it more accessible for Sammy. And uh, it's that's been an adventure. It's a two year, two year long journey getting this thing right, man. Dealing with contracts. I heard people tell these stories about dealing with contractors is like hell. I I, I didn't agree. But it's coming along. Perfectly. Perfectly. It's coming along. Well, so I alluded to something in my live stream that I did on the way to the office, and it's talking about the will. We have been following the will, a will. Before I get into that, let me read the definition of will here. It, it might shock you. Let me just, let me share the screen with you. Let me share it. All right, it says, will, also called legal means by which an owner of property disposes of his assets in the event of his death. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shock some of y'all. Some of y'all are not going to be able to accept what I'm about to say. Let me read this definition again. Will, also called testament. Legal means by which an owner of property disposes of his assets in the event of his death. The term is also used for the written instrument in which the testator's dispositions are expressed. There is also an oral will called a unicompetitive, non-competitive, I can't pronounce that, I'm sorry, will valid only in certain jurisdictions, but otherwise often upheld in 
can even usher your will at your deathbed. A brief testament of will follows for full treatment of the inheritance will. So it says, again, will also called testament. Legal means by which the owner of property disposes of his assets in the event of his death. Y'all, I guess y'all wonder why I keep repeating myself over and over again. I'm going to repeat it again. Will, also called testament, legal means by which an owner probably disposed of his assets in the event of his death. Some of y'all might have got why I'm saying this over and over. So let me reach over here and get somebody's will. Let me get it. Let me get it. Hold up. One of these books is somebody's will. Actually, two of them. Hold on. <laughs> what does that say? What does that say? Holy Bible. I got another one here, too. This is the one with the apostle. The Holy Bible. Now, I'm going to open this up. And in the beginning, I just read that definition a few times, right? So, y'all ready? Y'all ready to see what it says? Y'all ready? Okay. I, I, listen, Christian, don't get your pitchforks out. Don't get mad. I'm just showing proof. I'm just showing proof. I'm, I'm not saying anything. I'm not, I'm just, I read this. Let me read the definition again. Will also call testament legal means by which an owner of property disposes of his assets in the event of his death. death. Hold on. Y'all ready? Y'all sitting down? Because some of y'all staunch, hard Christians need to sit down, what I'm about to show you. And you'll be looking at it all your life. Just never looked up these words and paid attention to detail. I'm here to shed light on the truth. They said, whatever is in darkness will come to light eventually. And here's some light. Y'all ready? Are you ready? What does that say? Old and New Testament. Oh. Uh-oh. 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 I got another one. You want to see what this one says? Okay. Got another one. about the Bible, you know, here and there throughout the years. And I told you, I said to you in the past that the Old Testament and the New Testament sounded like they were two different gods. Because the Old Testament God was a physical God. He was a jealous God. He, when Noah screwed up, he punished them. You can't get into the promised land, blood, because you didn't give me my accolades. Y'all want me to read it? Want to read the whole story? How Noah split the rock and God punished him? You want me to read that? Say yes if y'all want me to read it. Somebody help me find the scripture, because I got to look it up. Uh, Noah, water, 
from rocks. Let me read that. Let me read it for you. See, they ain't giving me some answers. So I'm breaking down some real, real facts here. Somebody. Y'all better, yeah, see, the ancestors really dropping this information for y'all to get this. So y'all can stop worshiping false gods. So y'all can start getting yourselves together. You guys have been sold a bill of goods. Y'all been told, wait. Wait, he's going to fix it for you. Just stand still. He got it all covered. They've been telling you this. And you've been standing still, receiving the same kick in the behind every time you kneel down to pray to this God they gave you. Try to find the scripture. Let's see, Bible. Oh, not Noah. That's the problem. It's Moses. That's the problem. Why I can't pull it up. Like, Y'all didn't even correct me, yo. Come on, now. It says, take this staff and you, your brother Aaron, gather the assembly brothers, speak to that rock before their eyes, and it will pour out its water. You will bring water out of the rock for the community so they they and their livestock can drink. So that was the instructions. He was supposed to be just, he was supposed to do this. So Moses took the staff from the Lord present just as he commanded. He and Aaron gathered the assembly together in front of the rock, Moses said to them, listen, you rebels. Some translators say stiff that people. Must we bring, must we bring you water out of this rock? Then Moses raised his arm and struck the rock twice with his staff. Water gushed out, and the community and their livestock drank. Now that's an under to me, that's an understandable mistake. That's the like of forgiveness. He said we, he was a little frustrated. God put him in a position to lead his people, and he felt like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm down with God. I'm going to say we, because it is we, because God is telling me to do something on his behalf. I didn't know God was going to get a little jealous of me taking credit of this. I'm out here in front of the people getting cussed out. They're not cussing God out. They're cussing me out because you're telling me to tell him to follow this this pillar of fire and follow this 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 cloud of smoke or you know and just go into this wilderness. I'm the one getting cussed out. So hey, come on, God, I could I could make a mistake and say we by accident. I didn't mean it. But God was mad. This God in the, the Old Testament. The Old Testament remember what I told you with testament means, will also call testament legal means by which an owner probably disposes of assets in instead of his death. See, you're not going to get this preaching in the church. You're not going to get this. You're not going to get this reality check in the church. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. Wait a minute. God, wait a minute. Hold up. I don't trust you. Dude. <laughs> Respectfully, I just went in front of Pharaoh, notorious Pharaoh, 
and did all of what you told me while I was getting cussed out by these ungrateful people, you mean I didn't trust you? Are you serious? That sounds a little ungrateful to me. <laughs> I just did all this stuff and I just screwed up one time and you're going to not let me get into the promised land. I would have a serious problem with that one. Let me read it again. But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, because you did not trust in me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. One screw up and I'm out? So it seems like this particular God of the Old Testament was more interested in being honest. I know some of y'all Christians like, mm, he talk, oh, 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 he wrong for that. Well, I said, look, I ain't making this up. I just read it to you. This is what it says. See, I'm not putting spins on it like your preacher would do. Okay? That sounds like somebody, y'all, listen, let me, let me listen. Wake y'all up. That sounds like somebody you work with. And you go out and speak to Bixie, you speaking to all these people, and you getting their attention, and they following you. Like, you, 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 maybe they had all of the followers, and now you getting followers. That sounds like somebody afraid that you're going to get more attention than them. That's what it sounds. That sounds like a, 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 someone who is on the same level, humanistic level, as me. That's what it sounds like. That don't sound like no one with divinity. That don't sound like someone who 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 has compassion and you can never be removed from God's love, as Romans 838 says. That doesn't sound like that. So because you didn't give me trust in me, and wait a minute, hold up. I just went. I was minding my damn business in the, over there off doing something else. You came to me and said, get my people out of Egypt. And I was like, wait, hold on. I don't know about all that. I don't speak very well. Well, get your brother Aaron to help you. <laughs> or your cousin, whatever, whatever uh, who was it? Uh, Aaron was, how was he related to? Yeah, Aaron was brother. So get you, okay, okay. Y'all want me to go back into the beginning, how that story went? Go get him help. He'll help you. But I want you to do this. And I'm going to, you're going to show 10 signs. You go, we're going to do 10 plagues. We're going to do this. We, I need you to do this. I want you to be the face and take all the crap that people are going to give you for saying that this came from God and I ain't here to speak for myself. You speaking to me. But now I mess up right here. You, you shut me down. I can't go in the problem. I can still lead the people, but I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to stay in this wilderness for 40 years because I said this. Apology won't suffice here. See, that's God's will. And I, I told you all what the definition of will is. See, they had y'all believing these gods and running around and all of these special this, that, and the other, when really 
tradition, you know, the Bible says, Lord, they were just controllers of different territories. And they looked at, remember, Egyptian pharaohs were considered gods. If you go to the New Testament, and God is all of a sudden this understanding, loving, you can you, I, you sin no more. You, you know, you, you, we don't, I don't accuse you of anything. You're forgiven. That's a different God. The New Testament is a different God talking about his will. Inky and Enlil. If y'all don't know what those names is, y'all might want to look them up. Take a closer look at the Bible. Somebody asked, is this about foreclosure? Yes, it's about foreclosure. In a minute. <laughs> when I look, if you know me, I preach first, then I go into the teaching, the foreclosure and all that other stuff. Because if I I start here because this is what is really needed. We need this type of information. To, un, to really unravel that you have been living on somebody's will all your life. Someone who wrote a will and told you what he wanted to do, she, whoever, and you've been following this. This is the will of your God. Or this is the will. Last will and testament. It says it here. It says new and old testament. A new covenant. It says it here, and I read y'all the definition of what a will really is. And they've been in the court doing God's will. And because you're ignorant to them, they see you as a profane. Y'all want me to look up that definition too? You're profane. I can't go deeper than that. I just say you're profane, and I have to leave it there. Because I'm governed by certain rules. I can't. I just want to give you all this definition. Relating to or devoted to that which is not sacred or biblical, secular, rather than religious. Uh, what do you get? Related, relating or devoted to that which is not sacred or biblical. Secular rather than religious. You're profane. The courts are religious. That's why they ordain this as the word of God, because they are exacting God's last will and testament, old and new. When you get charged, you go to jail, Old Testament. There's no forgiveness there. Okay? I just spoke facts, right? I, what happens when you go to court? They they ordain this as the word of God. Why did they? Why would they ordain this book as the word of God? Because they have to ordain it in order to what? What happens when somebody dies? They ordain. Where's this last will? It goes to probate. They just ordain. Let's read the definition of ordain. Read that.
Make a priest or minister confer holy orders on. Or order or decree officially. What do they do in court? They make decrees and orders. They are ordaining things. See, if you understand how this works, you will win every case that stands in front of you. Hey. It's March 1st. See, I don't know what was going on January and February, but it wouldn't let me talk. I couldn't. I was coming up here doing shows, and I was struggling to get moving. But see, I also knew that I was being held back spiritually for a reason. Because I just broke this down to you. I just told y'all what y'all really dealing with here. And once you understand how what this really is and how to move in it, your whole life will fall into order. Study and consider yourself approved by the perfect will of God. <laughs> Only certain people would get what I just said. And this is why, like I had someone say, they, they were doing the, um, the, 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 what you call the, uh, the religious exemption that I had put out that most, 99% of people were getting remedy from that. And this one person, well, they fired me. And I, 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 I'm sorry to hear that they fired me. But I also noticed one person, was, it was just about getting that paperwork done. It wasn't as true to that, what they were doing. Don't claim no religious exemption if you ain't really into what you're doing. It's fake. And don't expect results from that. I, I've been doing my thing religiously for years now. I woke up one day and said, if I want my life to be good, I have to do everything I do has to align with that, with, with what I'm doing. It has to be in line and sync. And I still got some holes to fill to plug up. When I help y'all with cases, that's a ministry. That's, that's, that's religious. That's me being spiritual about it. And that's one of the things I, I, I see people jumping on and they setting things up without really understanding the scope of what they're doing. And when they get confronted, the last thing they even talk about is how this connects to their spirituality. The one thing that can save them, it said call on the Lord, call on the name of God. It says call on them. But y'all don't do it. Who y'all call on? Let me get a conversation with our king. Oh, I appreciate don't don't get me wrong. I appreciate your consultation and I appreciate your donations, but I'm gonna I have to be real about this. First consultation you need to do is go into your spirituality. Because I guarantee if you do that, you won't be 
need me to tell you anything. Because all I do is when you get on the phone with me is, okay, you need to change your thinking here. That's all I do. Which I think is going to happen. I'm going to take another swig of this rum. I took a couple before I started, and, and, and all that information flowed out. Which I think is going to happen when I take this up next week. <laughs> we might not ever get to foreclosure. <laughs> we might not never talk about the foreclosure stuff that I have the titles on there. Okay. Uh-oh, I'm taking it. Take it. Spirit said take one more. Whoa, that was strong. Woo. Woo-wee. Man. The ancestors is in this room tonight. So, let's go. Part two. This is the last will and testament. The church, I mean, the, the, the court considered this the will or the word of God. Because in the Bible, it says the word was God, was with God. Remember John 1, 1? Remember that? The word, it, these, these are all starting to connect, isn't it? Word. Second meaning. A word is a command, password, or a signal. Similar. Instruction, order, command, signal, prompt, cue. So they just said that the, if they said they have deemed this book the word of God, they just said that these are the orders of God. These are the commands of God. These are the signal of God. These are all the synonyms. The prompts, the cues, the tip-off. Instruction. So why ain't you making these instructions in your court in your in your court proceedings in your daily life? Why? This is what in the Old Testament, the God of the Old Testament left behind for you to follow. Then in the New Testament, depending on which one you want to believe in. You see, both them brothers had to get their word in, get their instructions in for the ones that will follow. You see, some people are on the Old Testament side. Those are the ones who are around waging wars with other religions. They're the Old Testament. They're following that brother. The New Testament, who just want peace and chill out, we're not going to judge anybody, they're following that brother. And if you led late to the conversation, you might be wondering, what brothers are we talking about? I'm talking about the two brothers, but they said it in code. Cain and Abel. 
Jacob and Esau. Those are all cult names, y'all. Cain and Abel, Jacob and Esau. Or was it was it Isaac? It's, it's, it's two more. It's two more I'm missing. But the two main ones you always heard about, the two brothers, they gave them two different names. They gave them straw man names. Somebody in the chat, I'm not even going to, I'm going to wait. I want somebody in the chat to tell me what the two main brothers you always heard about that always had problems with each other. Somebody give me in the chat, and then I'll tell you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know there's a delay, so I'm trying to give it some time. Jacob and Esau, right? No, but the two ones that y'all always hear about, because y'all realize these are the same characters with different names throughout the history of the Bible. They're the same people. And if I just sat here and tell you that they, they, these brothers are still living to this day, Y'all wouldn't believe me. Jesus and Satan. Code names. Code names. Code names. See. The real father, the main father, the, 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 the head father, left two sons in charge of this planet, this world that you live on. And one didn't agree with the methods of the other. So they created a following, just like in like we do now. Like some people follow me, some people follow other people, right? They created a following. But see, the elite, the ones who have this knowledge, this deeper understanding of what this really is, we wrote and started recoding names and started telling y'all Cain and Abel, Jacob. But if you tell you those two stories, they're all the same. One brother always hurts the other brother. Brother, the first brother killed the other brother. Cain killed Abel. Abel was a peaceful man, right? Well, and and the ultimate, the, the the real connection is Cain and Abel to devil, Satan, Jesus. What did he do? He killed his brother. He 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 he, he destroyed his brother. What does what does the devil mean here? Slanderer. Somebody got Sodom and Gomorrah. See, y'all have to understand what y'all are dealing with is a will. And once you understand and interpret this will the right way, you will be on your way to major success in all of the things that you do. You need to study this. And, and there's other books. You have other books, Egyptian Book of the Dead, all of them. All of them derived and ended up here. So, 
All right, let's talk about foreclosure. Uh, I think, uh, yes, Horace and Seth, that's the Egyptian. That's the Egyptian. See, y'all never saw, y'all, never, y'all see what's in back of me, but y'all never saw what's in front of me. Let me show you That's what I have on my wall. Oh, he the devil. He's a devil worshiper. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just know what the truth is. Y'all can say whatever y'all want. <laughs> See, that Anubis is about being resurrected to life, really. Dying from this old existent and being renewed and revived, resurrected into a new consciousness. You see? But anyway, alright, so let's talk about see, before I get into the foreclosure, see, someone tried, you know, information has been coming to me about what's going on out there with other things are going on with people and stuff like that. And it, it was me. And I think, but y'all don't understand who comes and talks to me when I sleep, when I go to sleep. I get, they, I, they, 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 they make me aware of things. And I thank the ancestors. I thank you, God. I thank the ancestors for tonight giving me the wisdom and the words and the spiritual meaning of all of what we're doing today that I can share to the public. I really thank you, and I, I, from the bottom of my heart, I thank the ancestors for coming through tonight. I've done some very good shows, but I got to say this show here is a real one of the, it's a real eye-opener for a lot of people. And I hope I touch the minds of people that, they don't be too judgmental about what I just shared. All I did was read it and read the definitions and made the comparisons. What, what else? I didn't make up anything. I didn't. But anyway, so we're going to talk about foreclosure. We're going to get into that. Oh, it's 7.15. Man, I talked about way all the way to 8 o'clock. So, yeah, a lot of people are dealing with foreclosures right now. And I'm going to give you some tips and some remedy if you are in foreclosure and some reality checks. I understand why some of you got into foreclosures. You guys bought into this whole discharge thing. You tried it, didn't make a bill, and they came after you, right? Now they Now you're dealing with you're facing foreclosure. Some of y'all might even have for sale signs coming up or sheriff sales coming up. Let me explain something to you. It is not over until it's over, until you give up. You can keep your house. But you're going to have to come to terms with the fact that you made some bad decisions, follow some bad information, and fix it. So if you're facing foreclosure, you can stop it. You can stop it even if it's got a sale date. You can stop it even after they sell it. Yes. I've seen people where they sold the property and the person filed, filed foreclosure, and they pulled it back. 
you know, person that paid for the property, they gave their money back and pulled it back. And the person was end up, um, they end up making a deal with the mortgage company. I advise them to make a deal with a settlement. Then once you cut that settlement number, go sell that property. They had multiple properties, so they, this was the one that they were living in. So they made a deal with the, the mortgage company or the bank for a price, and then they sold it for a higher price instead of letting the county take all that money. And they, they made their deal outside of the courts and sold the property. And made eighty thousand, I think thirty to eighty somewhere. They made a good chunk of change after they sold the property. But they had, in order for them to do that, they had to come to terms that they were not going to win in the courts. Why? They were following the will of their God. Because in this Bible, if you don't pay your way. You don't live. You don't eat. If you don't work, you don't eat. You don't pay the bills. You don't have a place to stay. This is this is what they when they're doing foreclosures. They're only following this. Yes. And and how they follow this also is what do they do? How do what do corporations do, or people with a lot of money do? They set up foundations to give to the what? The the fatherless children. And the wills. Yeah. That's why foundations are created, because they're going off the will. This 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 rule here. They give ten percent of their property off to the to the needy, but it's only to specific people. Fatherless children, widows, yeah. Ain't real it's very rare if there's any provisions for men in there. That's why I don't understand why they keep saying this is a man's law. <laughs> There's no provisions for men to get into charity. Man's supposed to work his way and do his thing. Yeah. That's only the will. That's why the system is set up the way it is. To support women and children. Because why? You are an able-bodied man. You're supposed to handle your business. And you need to accept that. Because it ain't going to change because they're following the will. Yeah. When you look at every facet of life and how it's working in this country, it is following that book that I just pulled up or showed you. So, you're not going to win in these courts, Mr. House. You don't pay the bills, you're out of here. Now, they're supposed to follow the seven-year Forgiveness, that's another remedy. But who who has ever fought their battle that way? Hey, seven years based on such and such scripture, boom. <laughs> you're supposed to forgive this that. And they do follow that will. In certain aspects of commerce, like when I was doing cable and I and I knew the the, the, the seven year rule, they'll try to get the money. They'll say, Oh, you owe a bill from over seven years ago, blah, blah, blah. And you told that's seven years. I don't have to pay that. Okay, that's no problem. We can set it up. 100% of the time. Even with like every bill out there, you can not pay the bill after seven years. They're supposed to forgive that. They're not supposed to come after you. You have completed the debt. This is why seven years debts come off of 
your credit. They're following the will. The testator left this behind for them to, to follow in, in, in these rules. <laughs> it's a fact. Try it. You, you got any old bills out there over seven years old? Hey, it falls off the credit instantly. Sometimes you got to push it. Hey, you're just supposed to be off. They take it off. They, you think they came up with that, that idea at the drop of a hat? No. They got it out of here. They're follow, that's why they said, in God we trust. We, because we're following God's will on that bill. Come on, y'all. Wake up. So, these are the things. If you're in foreclosure, because I know right now they have let loose the floodgates of foreclosures in some places. Yes, you can file bankruptcy, but there's other options. I would say make that your last option. I got a guy who handles all of my foreclosure clients at companies. All of my foreclosure clients. I'm going to give you his number. He's going to be like, I can't why are these, all these people calling me today. Because I gave him your number. <laughs> uh, Gilbert Rivera, his name is Gilbert Rivera. When you call him, tell him, I can't send you. Because if you don't, he's going to get treated some kind of way. I don't know how he's going to treat you. But tell him, I sent you his number, 909-772-1948. Call him. You're going to need him. And he can stop the foreclosure. He won't tell me how he stops it. When it's up to Sheraton, I've seen him do injunctions. He got him injunction. I don't even have Listen, that's your secret. He said he's going to take it to his grave. I respect that. But he gets it done. I've used him personally, and I've helped sit up to many people who have thanked him and had gratitude. Now, just imagine if you can get him to stop all of that, get you back, now, he will get you back on the path of making payments on your house. He's going to do that. Right? But now, with the tools that I've taught you, this, the tools about affidavits, what really is an affidavit, if you want to know about affidavits, go listen to my last video I did live before I got into the office. Those tools, so you get into a situation where you can't pay the mortgage again, now you know how to fight you can put down the garbage that these people be talking about, UCCs, discharge. You can put that away. You can really fight now. And you can give them a run for your money. Yes. Now, that's right. Hit the like button. If y'all like what I'm saying, hit the like. Raise it. You know, they're trying to, yeah, I know they mess with throttling my, my, my views. I know it. Because know how I know it? Because I know people are watching it because I get new subscribers to my website all the time. So why is my, my subscriber base is going up, but my videos is kind of low viewership? They throttling me, man, because I'm, I'm really giving y'all some information. But I'm going to tell you one thing. The ancestors is taking care of that in the background. I ain't got to argue with them and be upset about that. They got my back. Right. <laughs> I like that saying, Aaron D, a little off topic. There's a joke in trucking that if you want to make a million, you better start with two million. You ain't lying about that one. Since we started trucking, 
Yeah, you you ain't lying about that at all. You ain't lying. So, foreclosure. Can we guilt it? Or you can file a bankruptcy that'll stop it, but you got something you gotta have something to follow that. You know, that's that's a deeper process. Apparently a lot of people who work with some dude, that's the word on the street, who got they put the stuff in trust and he put it in his, he's the trustee, now he's he's no longer living and all these titles are in foreclosure. It's all over the place now. It's a mess. It's a bad thing. But I'm just giving y'all some remedies so I can look out. If you one of those people and you're listening to this show, give give it a call. He can fix that for you. Okay? He can fix that. And remember, that's fraud. So when it's fraud, you can you got to make that claim. Call the authorities. Somebody committed fraud on you. They put something in, made themselves trustee of something, and you didn't know that they were the trustee. That's fraud. You got remedy. Put it. See, we really need to. We really need to put a stop to all of this BS. How long are y'all gonna allow people to take money out of y'all pocket without y'all doing anything about it? They lying to you and then they they running off with your money and you just sit there and take it. Brother, don't do that. Don't don't you owe your family more than that. Okay. So what do you need to do with a foreclosure? Call Gilbert. He can take care of it. He can get you back, starting over, and it's not too late even if the sale is up. You, you got a sale date for sometimes the certain amount of time after. Because, see, if you read the instructions of sales, they have 10 days. There's 10 days in there that that sale is not final until after 10 days. So they have days where you call upset bids. Well, somebody could throw a bid, and that, that number 10 day follow. So, really, the, that transaction is not even final even after the bid. Or they, they finalize the bid. It's not too late. Don't sit back and let your house go to waste. Just take ownership of your problem that you failed to pay the mortgage, number one. Number two, you listen to these people who said you could do all this fancy stuff that wouldn't work. They never showed you that it, they did it. I've never had anybody show they I've had people plenty of people told me they did this charge and it worked, but no one has ever, ever, ever showed me proof that it worked. Not once. No. And I've put money on it. They won't show you that it worked for them. They will never show you. See, we have a problem, and it's because of this. How you would, the, the, the spin they put on the teaching from the time you was born is why you fall for stuff like that. They gave you a spin of God. He's coming to fix this. Just sit back and wait. Don't do nothing. Let me, you know. And it's the same thing you're dealing with out there in the street you're with these people. They, they, they're making these false promises. Yeah, I be and, and, and then blaming you. Oh, you just didn't do. You didn't just put a dot. You didn't put an eye, a dot on that eye. So that's why you lost. Oh, you didn't do this. And I hear these conversations. Oh, I see why it didn't work because this, that, and the other. Now you, now these same people that make these stupid statements, 
and I'm saying it's stupid. That make these stupid statements and you you dig into their their history. Uh, you said because he didn't do this to work well, then why why isn't it working for you? Why didn't it, where's your where's your where's your uh your testimony your testament? Where's your proof? Oh 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 yeah, I, I I'm still working on it. I know people right now who are taking money from people to save their house, and their house got a foreclosure sale. Real talk, real facts. And then when I question, how are you going to help them with their house? And you up for foreclosure, and you got a foreclosure sale. They get quiet. They get mad. They want to get off the phone. They try to work with me. They try to come to me and work with me, but I'm too straight up for them. And I tell them, no, listen, no. We work, but just not work. And then they okay, yeah, yeah. And then they put their client in my face, and I start giving the client real facts. They want to move that client because now I'm telling the facts the client the truth. Have you even asked the person you're dealing with how they dealing with their house and their foreclosure? Oh, no, I never thought about that. I said, won't you ask for proof? And then come back and tell me what, what they say. See, I shut that stuff down. I shut it down all the way. I shut it down. If you're going to work with me, you're going to be honest, and we're going to work together. We're not going to be lying to people for their money. That's why very few people work with me. They try to. Plenty of people come all the time trying to work with me. But when I, I've had people bring me their clients, and then I sit there on the phone with them, hey, did you tell them you were in foreclosure? Two, do they know that? They'd be like, oh, wait a minute, you in foreclosure? Well, why are you bringing somebody to help them with a foreclosure and you in foreclosure? And you ain't finished that out. Why are you doing that? Then, then, then the relationship ends at that point. It ends right there. It stops right there the moment I expose that. They think I'm being trifling when I do that. No, I'm not being trifling. I'm being you trifling. I'm being straight up and being honest. I'm not going to work with someone to save their house. Number one, I, I saved my house. I, I my mom was in foreclosure. I didn't do that. I tried that fancy stuff. I can tell you, it don't work, right? I got mine dismissed. I can take you to the court case where it got dismissed, but it got dismissed by doing one thing: challenging who was coming after me. Not that fancy stuff. And I made a deal. To shut it down. Because I, I wasn't going to sit there. There's some people out here in foreclosure 10, 11 years, going back and forth to court. Man, that, that's for the birds. Know why it's for the birds? Because the time I spent fighting these people for that, I can go make these millions of dollars and just pay that house off cash. I bet I'd rather spend my time making lots of money to pay for it than to sit there and fight these people in the courtroom when they're not going to let me win. No judge is going to let you walk away with a house but he's making a payment, and it's against national security, and it's against God's will. Okay? I hope I, 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 I helped you to see that. I hope that. I, I really hope I op- opened up your mind to see what's going on. It's March 1st. New Year, the real New Year is coming our way. 
New beginnings, new teachings, better understanding things. Stop. It's this this scam. The darkness has been going on too long. We're going into the age of enlightened minds now. You can see it. You see older people woke, waking up to this game of religion in church. They wake up and say, I've been in this church all my life, and I'm getting the same stuff. Something's going on. I got to fix this. I got to change what I'm doing. But it's good that they're waking up. Why? Consciousness of man is going to the age of enlightenment. Why do you think they got all this craziness going on? Why all of a sudden, oh, you know what is down, but now we got to on the brink of war now. They got to keep your mind trapped in the realm and the spirit of darkness. They got it. So they're going, oh, we can do this. They did it. Every, every, everything, it ain't bombarding. The only way you're going to get out of that is stop watching it, stop looking at it, stop talking about it, and only talk about good things. Good thing. Hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to find. Because I've read this before. I've read this. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, true, truth, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, Whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about these things. That one scripture says it all. Stop pulling up that news like Reverend Ike said. Stop looking at them, that, that bad news and thinking about that and talking about having these conversations. Stop thinking about, I'm going to quote, and I quote, that dude or whoever did you that dirty deal. Stop thinking about that. Think about this. Finally, what does finally really mean? What is that? I say I'm look. I'm on a definition kick today. Finally, after a long time, typically involving difficulty or delay, and last in series of related events or objects. So finally, after all of this garbage that you. It's telling you what to do. Finally, after all of the garbage, after all of the negativity, brothers do this. Brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, worthy, think about such things. So that means when it says praiseworthy, be thankful that you have a good wife, good husband, children, just be thankful. You have you have money, you have a job, you know, although I advocate having your own business. Thankful that you have that. So you have to be thankful for that first before you can move on to the other thing. I'm I'm thankful for all the jobs I have. It taught me that number one, I ain't want that. I don't want that life. I want this life. Yes. Remind you, because they're gonna, this is not going to stop. This barrage of problems over and over. Because, they see, if you caught up in the, the consciousness of war and strife and everything, what you think is going to be brought into your life? The same thing they want you to think about. So stay away from that. Stay away from that news. Turn it off. And 
constantly keep your mind in a space of positivity, things that are good. And then sometimes, yes, our thoughts do veer off in the direction of negativity towards the people in the household and things like that. We always move back from that. And say, you know what, start thinking about all the good things that they've done that you like and appreciate. Think about those things. Think about the lovely things, the good things. And before I get off, let me just shout out to everybody in the chat. Karini, happy Tuesday. The Disciple Ministry, man, I, I man, me and you got to talk. <laughs> I apologize. Don't think bad of me that I haven't been able to get back to you. Uh, we will. We got. We're gonna go fishing again, brother. Um, one life. Enjoy it, Evelyn, Glenn, Lottie. Dottie, <laughs> that sounds like a Dougie Fresh song. Lottie Dottie, we like the party. <laughs> How does that go? Uh, Falcon L. I'm Tyrano, that's me. Mexican Moore. Peace. Right, you're right. Plaintiff must show, plea, and prove all facts and cause of action. Not the defendant who must do that. It's the plaintiff. Okay? Sometimes y'all be giving evidence to prove yourself. Falcon L again. Uh, Bob Ben Lafa. I'm sorry if I screwed your name up. Jody Sikamo. Samuel Smith. What's going on? Samuel Smith. I knew a, a young Samuel Smith. Young. He was young, though. Out of Brooklyn, New York. Samuel Smith Jr. Uh, I don't know if that's the same one. Uh, had a brother named John Smith. Um, Falcon L. Evelyn Glenn. Ken Mexico. Anthony House. C. King Bay. Dow G. Somebody's asking me, can the New Orleans seminar be Zoom now? I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Let me let me not say no. Thank you, Lottie Dottie, for the appreciation. RHB 30,001. Asim Shabazz, peace, Antonio L, G T E and T. Jay Butterfly, one. Uh, that's actually, uh, I think that's, uh, that's not, I think, I know. That's Divine Connection, show, host, Jessica. Um, what else did I need, y'all? He's asking me what kind of rum is that. It's a... Uh, Barbados rum plantation. <laughs> yeah, this is it. I'm not getting any money for this advertisement. All right, uh, well, make sure I get everybody. I got a combo Richie. Oh, Beth Barber. Hey, Dave, what's going on? Uh, 
Jesus and Lucifer. That was the one I was looking for. But when you read the Bible, Lucifer and Jesus were the same people. Let me stop because, see, they already got the pitchforks out of me for revealing all this stuff and giving y'all the word profane. That word is is a big word in some 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 of these little societies they got out here. Aaron D. Elam Ivy. Yeah, that's, that's, I got everybody. You want to say great positive show? Talk about all right, y'all, 826, I went. I went in on it, and next week I'll go in again. But with that being said, peace, prosperity, and extreme wealth, and extreme good health to you and your family. Peace.